1: so he's
2: Craig, the healthcare guru, Craig Gottwals, who is an benefits and healthcare expert as well as an attorney. And uh, we first became acquainted with Craig professionally speaking, talking about Obamacare back in the day and the realities of it. And Craig makes his living being non political and realistic, so his clients know what they can expect from the world of healthcare. If you don't know Craig's act, Craig, how are you, sir? I'm well. How are you, gentlemen? Speaking of healthcare, thanks for the donuts. He brings in donuts. What are you trying to do to us?
1: You try to, to please bastard. your
3: most base desires,
2: Joe. <laughs>
1: so there, there is absolutely no benefit for you having some sort of pie in the sky vision of things when you're talking to a client, or the other way around. Uh, making it more dire than it actually is, because they need to know what it's actually going to cost. That's right. I, uh, I, I I retain my position
3: based upon being accurate. There
1: you go. Yeah. That's that's worth knowing.
3: So listen, on the
0: campaign trail
2: these days, uh, particularly on the Democrat side, well, exclusively <laughs> on the Democrat side, uh, the term Medicare for all has gained, gained great popularity. Uh, a number of the candidates are pitching it. Uh, a number of folks around America, uh, polls would say, think it's a terrific idea. Although a recent poll just came out, which we can talk about, in which it becomes clear that what people think
3: it is is not nearly what
2: well, it yeah, is. Well yeah, that's the
1: problem. To what right. extent they what they mean by Medicare for All.
3: Right. And we we've on this show over the years, we've actually talked about a few aspects of Medicare for All um that you know, where it, it it's shown that it's it's maybe not as good as people like it to be, where we have that cost shift going on. I mean the kind of a base understanding for this conversation is because Medicare and Medicaid underpay the providers so significantly, so for every dollar of health care need, Medicare typically pays eighty cents on that dollar, mm-hmm. which forces private employers to pay something in the neighborhood of a dollar thirty for those services. So when people look at the surface and they say, "Gee, you know, Medicare costs us about the same per head roughly as private health insurance, they're they're, of course completely missing this hidden tax behind the scenes where, 50 cents on every dollar is is inflated over to the private employer side to cover the fact that Medicare underpays. And that's why a lot of providers won't even take Medicare patients. That's correct. We're we're well Uh, roughly 50 percent of providers are not taking new Medicaid patients, and it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 percent that are not taking new Medicare patients. And that's because the government does pay a little bit more on the Medicare side than they do for the Medicaid side. But those numbers are growing.
2: Medicare for older folks.
3: Yes, exactly. But those numbers are growing. I mean, you're seeing more and more providers saying, I'm out, even even though it's politically really bad for me not to take government health care. I'm out. Because I just can't afford it anymore.
1: What's the difference between Medicare for everybody and a single-payer system? That is just universal health care, government health care. That is basically the same exact thing. Um, so, it's just a better way to phrase it, it in front of a crowd? Well, it's. Because it, they've heard over the years. Yeah, it's a generalization. That government health care is bad.
3: I mean, if you want to get in the technicality of it, Medicare is a single payer for health care. However, virtually everybody that has Medicare also buys a little policy on the side that helps to cover some of the gaps in Medicare. So, technically, Medicare is not a pure single payer system, although it's darn close. Because mm-hmm. single payer would literally just mean one payer of claims across the country. Which is what you get in, for example, the UK with their, with their health program.
1: Uh, very quickly. And anybody who's rich over there gets private health, it does the private thing because it's so much better. Or flies to the States.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, just a quick point of interest. A poll from the Kaiser Family Foundation found almost 70% of people think they would still pay deductibles and co pays under such a plan, which is not the case. And more than half believe employers would continue to provide coverage, which is not in Bernie's plan.
3: No, that's Prices. correct. Yeah, and that would not be the case. That's right. Um, so, just a couple, a couple foundational facts about about Medicare that kind of help set the table for for just how uh, misleading the conversation about Medicare for all is. In 1965, when Medicare was passed, government experts projected that by 1990, it would cost 12 billion dollars. In reality, it cost $107 billion in 1990. Ooh. So they were close. They missed by a factor of 11. So, uh, wow, yeah. yeah, about 10, 10 times 10, as, yeah. as expensive, yeah. And um, another fun fact, that's Medicare. Medicaid, when it was originally passed at the same time, was designed to cover the the most unfortunate. It's, it's the safety net for the lowest 2% of earners in the country. It now covers 20% of earners nationwide, and in the western coast of the United States, in the three states, Oregon, Washington, California, one in every three babies born is born under Medicaid, that safety net. Wow. So
1: it's supposed to cover 2%, and it covers a third on the west coast. Yes, right. Wow. That's, That's right. Something. Now, one other fun
3: fact about Medicare Boy, this, and Medicaid. It reminds
2: me so much of uh, the discussions we've had about the high cost of good intentions uh, program creep. It is inevitable.
1: If you like the big programs, just get one started. Just get one started. You'll right. you'll get where you want to be over time.
2: This program is just for Joe Jones, right. of Poughkeepsie, New York, who's very poor and very sick. Everybody thinks poor, poor Joe Jones. And then, you know, ten years later, it's covering fifty million
1: people. because oh, yeah, for people who don't understand, then a month later you say, How about Joe Smith? He's very sick too. What about his kid? What about his kids or his right. wife or whatever? How about and, that guy who's yeah. almost as sick?
3: Well, you're seeing it in California right now, right? Remember, uh, if, if we started off with covering illegal aliens that are just children. Now we're starting this year. We're going to start covering illegal aliens that are between the age of 18 and 26. Eventually, it'll go beyond 26. Actually, the next step will be we're going to cover folks. seniors yeah. and then it'll be. So you're seeing you're seeing up that play out in, in California right now as we as we speak. Um, one other fun fact about Medicare What people don't understand, and there's some good media on this in places like 2020 and 60 Minutes that do these exposés on Medicare fraud, waste, and abuse, but it's not understood well enough. This is a fact that people need to keep in their mind. For every time somebody calls into the Medicare-Medicaid hotline and says, hey, I see fraud going on right in the parking lot, down the street, there's a shop that's set up, it's it's illegal, it's fraudulent, it takes Medicare-Medicaid an average of more than four months to even begin that investigation.
1: Awesome! Wow! Oh! Wow. Uh-huh. And 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 is how is that even possible? Well. They just don't care that much, or
3: you've you've got yeah you've got a, it's somebody a, else's money, it's somebody else's money, Jack, and it's <laughs> and um it, it it leads us into our next point. Imagine which, in the private
1: if, sector if you called somebody up and said somebody's stealing from you, oh, how long oh, it would take right them to look into it? Right off your loading
3: dock, it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, click. Yeah, it, it's it's rectified immediately in most yeah, cases, yeah. as we know.
2: So how big a problem is uh, waste, fraud, abuse, et cetera?
3: So waste, fraud, and abuse in Medicare, according to most experts, on the low end is 30% of all spend. On the high end, it's half.
1: On the low end, it's a third? A third. Oh, my God. fraud, and abuse in Medicare. I was expecting something like 10% and then being horrified by that. A third. So how much is that?
3: So right now, dollars? Medi- Medicare is just under a trillion dollars per year just in Medicare. So you're talking 300000 to $400,000, or excuse me, $400 billion. A billion with a B. Billion with a B, $400 billion just in Medicare alone. When we look at health care spend in the United States, $3.7 per year in the United States on health care, that fraud number, because of the the huge government portion of it, is estimated to be around twenty to thirty percent.
1: And so a lot of it would be driven by what we were just talking about. Because it's somebody else's money, just nobody looks into it. Nobody well, pays that much attention. Yeah, and, and
3: the fraud is stunning. If you've ever watched any of these exposes, I mean it's as simple as At some point the smart person has to get in on this. How do I get in well, on the fraud? It, what do I, I do a well, lot What, of what them do I claim? A lot of them do and then and then they they pay off their politicians uh handsomely and they get slapped on the wrist quite often. They'll either a lot of it'll, it'll either be a a, a, a a nefarious doctor, but more common, it's somebody who's stolen a doctor's identification. They go down to a strip mall. They then pay a cartel or a mafia for a bunch of senior citizens' Medicare information, and they just start running claims. They start ordering durable medical equipment. They start, wow. they start ordering claims and pay- getting payments. Within weeks, they get payments. For things that never happened, and they know that if they close that shop up and move within four to six months, they'll never get caught. They just keep moving around.
1: Wow!
2: You know, Craig, is a story. I think we need to end the segment, and you and I need to talk about a new little business venture. Exactly. (laughs) There are a lot of empty strip malls around. Oh, and I'm good with old folks. Hey, can I just uh, (laughs) ask you your name and your date of birth? Yeah, well, this is why (laughs) Florida's the headquarter
3: of these things, as you guys have have heard before. All right, well, we ought to grab a break, actually, honestly. That's
2: uh, stunning come back and, and do a little more on this topic. Yeah. Uh, holy cow. And listen, one of these days because uh, our lefty or uh, most uh, our leftist listeners often say, alright dudes we get there's flaws, what's your plan? I mean, as if uh, I'm supposed to design the plan, but um, <laughs> but one of these days, perhaps not today we ought to pick your brain for how you would run it if you were the health czar for the president.
3: That's a good tease for a future show.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah. Fabulous.
1: I was just thinking you want a, a, a decent conversation about healthcare this one we got going right here with uh, with Craig Gotwald R- R- and we've done a long-term uh, a long-form podcast with Craig that got into it fairly decent and even then because it's so complex I'm sure you'd need a 40-hour week of these things to get into it oh, yeah. yet Next Wednesday and Thursday, at some point in the debate, it's going to come up, and they're each going to have 20 seconds to explain their health care plan. And it's mostly going to be
2: slogans you <laughs> right. know, without
1: meaning right.
2: anyway. Oh, my God. So, uh, Craig, a lot of supporters of um, of Medicare for All uh, talk about how uh, how it's so efficient. Yeah. That uh, yeah. 98% is, on cl- is spent on claims and only 2% presumably on overhead. administration. Yeah. Overhead, yeah. That's, yeah. And that's, that's some efficient government.
3: That is an accurate statistic, and it does. It looks phenomenally efficient, to the, even to those in the industry, when you first glance at that claim without putting any thought into it. So in, in the medical world, we talk a lot about medical loss ratio, and that's nothing more than a fancy way of saying what percentage of the money we give you is spent on claims versus overhead. So in the private market... Um, we spend – it's roughly 85 to 87 cents on every dollar on claims, meaning the other 15 percent goes to profit, salaries, rent, et cetera, overhead. Well, in Medicare – and this has been 20-plus years you've heard proponents of Medicare for All and Medicare say, in private industry, you're only operating at an 85 percent efficiency level, while in Medicare, you're operating at 98 percent efficiency. We're going to save money when we go Medicare for All, right? and if you don't live in this industry and breathe it that it, those are true facts the problem is remember where we started this visit this morning we are wasting 30 to 50 cents of every dollar we get huh. medicare on fraudulent claims so yeah if i just pay out a trillion dollars in fraudulent claims every year it right. looks super efficient i'm only spending 2% investigating those claims right it's awesome of course you can have a high efficiency standard. You're not spending any money guarding the public's dollars. That
2: reminds me of the claims. There, there's been no proof of widespread voter fraud. You don't investigate it. You, yeah. You've claimed you're saving money by eliminating the police, and now everybody's so racked with crime that they can't live their lives. Thank well, that is so interesting.
3: It's it's and then we we talked about durable medical equipment is it's it's the those are the physical devices we give to people that have needs you know braces and et cetera, different disabilities breathing machines whatnot those that tends to be the largest area of fraud experts have estimated that in the DME world which is really popular among seniors obviously sixty percent of every dollar we give them is fraudulent oh sixty percent. So
2: that's, Why are you and me not buying and selling <laughs> artificial limbs?
3: Hey, trust so, me. There's a lot of people in on this scheme. Some of them blatantly. Some of them are more, uh, for example, the largest to, history, to to date, the largest defrauder of Medicare ever was an ophthalmologist on the East Coast. Was but that
2: Menendez's buddy? It was Menendez's buddy. That's yeah. right.
3: He was ordering something to the magnitude of... um. One hundred and fifty percent more of a particularly expensive eye test than the second most popular person who was ordering it. Mm -hmm. And of course, he he gave Menendez a lot of money and he got a slap on the wrist and Menendez didn't go to jail at all, as you remember a few years back.
1: Beautiful. And I I assume it's not even counted as fraud. The fact that if you need a a, a knee brace that you you could buy it at CVS for fifteen dollars, it's three hundred dollars. That's, through the system you're doing. That's correct. That doesn't mean count as fraud, no. even though there's something crazy going on there. Nope. So
2: as people are throwing up their hands in despair and, and weeping
3: bitter tears, uh, if you were to design a system, yeah. what would it look like? I always start that answer, because I get that all the time. I always start that answer with saying, you, you prefaced it perfectly. If I could design it and we could snap our fingers and this is would be what would happen. Because pol- politically, I think it's, it's too tough to accomplish in the modern world. But we have to back out of this of this place we've created since world war II, where third parties pay for all of our medical claims. We again, and we've, we've mentioned it here before, but we don't buy insurance for oil changes on our car. We don't buy insurance when we need a leaky faucet fixed on our home. We buy insurance for the large catastrophic things that occur. The problem we've got with healthcare in America is for the most part, we have somebody else, an insurance company paying all of our claims all the way down to $20 copays. So you don't really give a rip how much you're spending right. on this stuff. You just go and you run it up. So- I
1: love that analogy. So oil changes would be $500, but I wouldn't care. I wouldn't even know. I just paid my $20 copay. A $500 oil change happened. Right. Your car insurance covers everything to do with yeah. your car. Yeah, I just, Windshield wipers. I just met with my
3: financial advisor last week. He gave me an example. He had like $7,000 of damage done to his fancy car in an auto accident. And his deductible was 1000 bucks. So when he went to the place to get the estimate, they said, well, it's going to be this, this, and we'll give you a written estimate. And he goes, why do I care? I'm just paying 1000 They go, well, we have to legally submit paperwork. And he goes, yeah, whatever. I, and here's how right. I am. Mean. Right. He doesn't care. All he cares is the 1000 right? Sure. So how do you get there in our world? Well, one thing you have to do is you, you, you really should set up a system where you're giving people a – if you want to have an employer-based system, you give people a pot of money. Um, we call it a health savings account or a health reimbursement account. There's different vehicles. But you'd give an employee a chunk of money, maybe $3,000. And say this is your money that you can only spend on health expenses and whatever you don't spend rolls over and you can accumulate it year over year and then use it in retirement. Mm-hmm. And then you put in something like a $5,000 deductible plan. So now you've got an individual who the first $5,000 of all their expenses they're responsible for and they've, they've got 3000 of it in the bank.
0: Right.
3: Less – the average expenditure of health care is – $870 per year per person. So this 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 takes care of the vast majority of people. I like and that one. And then you have insurance over the top to take care of the catastrophic stuff. That what they used to, to call major this. medical. Yeah. All right,
2: well, we're out of time. But listen, if your medium to large company needs help uh, from uh, a great uh, benefits person, Craig is available. What's your website?
3: Benefit-Revolution.com.
2: Or just get in touch with us. We'll put you in touch with Craig. Craig, thanks, man. It's always so interesting. Yeah, good stuff. And we all spend so much money on this. Oh, God. You'd think all of us, and I'm talking to you folks in Austin, you'd think we'd be more expert in this.
1: Yes. (laughs) Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty.